0: Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Tales from Wales podcast. Uh, This episode, we catch up with the Welsh comedic actor, and writer Steve Spears. Uh, It's great fun. I want to sit down and chat with Steve. As always, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoy what you hear, please give it a like, give it a share, tell your friends about it, get more people involved. But for now, just sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 7 of the Tales from Wales podcast with Steve Spears. So Steve, welcome. I'd love you to catch up. I have you keep
1: looking, looking, well. looking well. Whenever somebody says looking well, uh, that means you put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Don't I? Yeah, you're, yeah. Look, you're looking well. What they say is you put on a weight. Are you, are you living of... well? What are you enjoying yeah. yourself? <laughs> and um, I call it uh, the well I do. And you can tell how much weight you put on by how well they yeah. say you look like. If they say, are uh, you looking well? but half a stone. Ugh, you're looking well. Stone off. <laughs> Ugh, you're looking well. You fucking balloons <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah, nice. you've got nice friends then. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. Anyway, you're looking well as well, Drew.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Um, what, a, <laughs> what, a, I,
0: I, what a stone well, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, uh, stretched to, stretched to, it's, it's jumping, it is. It's jumpers too tight, it is, Steve. It's, 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 it's an <laughs> optical illusion, it is. But, um, yeah, so we're here with uh, Steve Spears. We often ask our guests at the top of the show, sort of, you know, to introduce yourself, not that there's any, any sort of onus on that, but uh, Steve Spears' actor, would you add to that list? Steve Spears' actor. I, I, I
1: say Steve Spears' uh, father of far too many children, Often chased by the CSA, nice. uh, therefore became an actor in a chance to live a life which was a rogue and a vagabond. But yes, I'd say I'd say I'm an, an actor. Although, although, you know, I've had reviews which would suggest they're not. Um, but you know, we don't like to bring those up on no, the Don't read those. Those, don't those, were the, those for the bin. Yeah, and I told my mother I don't want to see her writing again, so we leave that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it started. for you Obviously um, a lot of people will know this You're a, you're a Troy boy from Mirtha Tidville. Troy Roo, um, yeah. In the heart of the valleys um, Was it like sort of as an ambitious actor in the 70s Was it well received when people say to you What oh, do you want to do? No. Do, do, Steve? Was, was acting well received as I a was, response?
1: No, no, not at all um, My, um, I mean I come from Troy I played rugby with Merthyr Mir- Youth And um, I was really into rugby at that time I mean I was yeah. a big lad as well and um, I, I remember when I started getting interested in drama, and we'd, um, you know, we'd, we'd, I'd be late sometimes coming for rugby training in school in Aventarfer for I went to. Because, say, we were doing a play or something, you know, and I'd be, they'd call you for rehearsals at lunchtime, which was when you were rugby training as well. So the, 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 um, the way that the 1970s sports teacher dealt with this <laughs> was to allow the, have the players, as I turned up late, line up alongside each other in a big tunnel, where I had to run through it as they kicked me as <laughs> hard as they could, <laughs> shouting "Actor!" Right, <laughs> "Actor!" Like it was like I just you know yes. I just built the fucking a slur of some kind. Oh yeah, look this bloke coming here, uh,
3: actor,
2: yeah. um, doing two things. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. <laughs> And I was saying, I've just been up there giving my Shylock love, and I'm full of bruises. Um, <laughs> no, I, t- to be honest, it, uh, my dad had uh, sort of had an apprenticeship lined up. For me in hoovers, really. Yeah. Which, um, you know, in retrospect, uh, when my career has gone, I should have taken. But uh, oh,
0: I don't know if you've seen hoovers lately. So. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> no I not It's not. I know
1: it's. It's very sad actually. Up there. I mean, I had so many family employed, and you know. It, within that building, and that,
0: and um, it was the heart of Murtha, wasn't it? Oh, it was the heart Christ that
1: you know, I mean, and and the, the you know, the Hoover's Christmas parties were absolutely fantastic as kids, you know, you'd go up there, yeah, and um, it was this massive hall. There were so many kids that they used to do the there'd be about six Christmas parties, go and get you all in the room. The Christmas start about April, and then they, you know, you put you all in bit by bit, yeah. <laughs> and um and then you know the presents were fantastic i remember when the factory fortnight came and everybody went out and uh you know the, the times away were brilliant but yeah my dad worked there for 35 years and he'd got an apprenticeship lined up for me and um you know i didn't take it i was obviously went on to other things but you know it was it was a great place to work in for what he said he's got really happy memories of it but the, i was not you know i, I Acting was something that um, I wasn't expected to do. I don't think. I don't. You know, it's interesting. I was speaking to somebody about this the other day, and if you say now, um, I want to be a comedian now, like you two. Yeah. Um, it's trying to be. Trying. Try. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, well, you know, there, there are points of reference now and you can point out people like say Rod or Ellis or something. You say, Ah oh, okay, well we yeah. have points of reference. Like there was nothing when I was there in terms of, uh, point of reference. It was Richard Burton. Yeah. But I mean for God's sake, you know, you know, that was so to be an act it was not a um, it wasn't what everybody came back and said they wanted from well, careers. I,
0: I always liked it to the Roger Bannister effect. It's like prior to him doing the four minute mile it was impossible to do that and once you yeah, yeah. did it other people did it and it's yeah. almost like a trailblazing sort of trend-setting type thing isn't it yeah no so, I know so who did you look to as sort of I want to be like him or like her or
1: well I mean I, to be honest you, when I was you know before I went into to doing drama I, I'd um, I used to I had a job behind the labour club uh, in Tradru and in the bar and so I used to see all these shows that came you know they were like it was, it was top of it's sort of like sort of, you know sort of late 70s where there'd be shows on all the time and bingo and the club, um, the club, big club, club you slave know it was a big slave 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 club circuit yeah. and you know and I was you know I had no massive ambitions I just used to watch these blokes up there in, in their sequins uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah comics you know with yeah. their sequin tops yeah. and
2: Flares. Flares, and, yeah.
1: and um, you know, and uh, and the lights were on them and that and doing it. I thought, I wouldn't mind. I'm just, I think just something innately wanted to show off, to be honest. So yeah, no, yeah. there was no burning. I'd love to say, look, I had this real desire and this need, and within me there's this, there's this sort of sadness that needs to be satisfied by trying to hear people laugh. And that's all bullshit. I just wanted to show off to start with. I've become much more retrospective about what I do now. Yeah, the, yeah. When you write your own stuff for that, then. But, you know, it it was, and and there was a show called Lock, Stock and Barrel. And I remember they turned up one night and Barrel hadn't made it for some reason. He was the comic. (laughs) (laughs) And my my dad said, my boy does a few impersonations. And, you know, they were not good. Um, But uh, he said he'd he'd do a few impersonations. And um, I think he sort of did a deal with a committee that I'd go up and do 10 or 15 minutes because the comic hadn't come if they gave him some beer tokens. Entrepreneur, my father, <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, and yeah, and so, and I remember that, and I thought, God, I really enjoy this. And I, I got taken to, like, into, you know, I, I, I loved drama in school from that point on, and I started to do stuff over in Aberdeen at the Coliseum. I had a, I had a drama teacher who would take me over there and that, you know. So I say it was sort of that way, really. But but yeah, it was, I think maybe it was from a, you know, I'd look at stuff on this as a kid, you see, when I went to, we used to Weymouth on family holidays for years and years. And there are pictures of me when I was about three just sat on my own outside the pension duty box. And I would go there, and they speak about this, my family, right? So they'd put me to sit there, half past nine for the 10 o'clock show. And there was a show every two hours. And yeah. I would not leave, right? I'd sit, waiting for the next show at 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock. They'd come and feed me now again, but generally they'd leave me there and pick me up at the
2: end of Parenting-wise, that's a dream. Isn't oh, it? it was
1: fantastic. Mr. Pence was my babysitter. It was <laughs> It was fantastic. You know, that's where we got all the ideas about domestic violence from in my house. If you don't whack a baby up, the house. What's wrong yeah, it? yeah, If it's that's good that's enough, that's enough that's for
0: him, it's and, great. Uh, well, i him now. Asking for a pet crocodile as well at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And the sausages. <laughs>
0: but obviously, like, I suppose, to like Valley's town, the acting opportunities, the acting progression, and the sort of the, the room to play... It's limited isn't it sort of where did, yeah. it, where did it go for you yeah
1: well i um so went over to uh, abadair to the college. i think with anything if you you know with my with the kids i've got in school and that you get you can get one good teacher can't you that can make things for you, you, get, yeah. you get, yeah you get one bad one they can mess things up for you yeah. as well but you get one and i was very lucky I had a couple of teachers there and uh Kerry Mills and uh, Wynne Rodecai, and, and she took me in the car over to Aberdeer to the stuff that was going on, and, and I applied then, they sent me to the um, Youth Theatre uh, in Ogmore, um, uh, which I went on for a number of years, as about 14, 15, 16, and then I got into the National Youth Theatre of Wales then, where I met... Um, Rob, uh, and R- Rob Brydon and um, Ruth Jones, and formed, you know, relationships that would go on and last for, for a long, long
0: time. Like, so for know. anyone who's not really aware of what that is, would you say it's sort of comparable to getting, like, a schoolboy cap in rugby or football?
1: Yeah, but you know what? We did get a, um, within the school, you know, if you represented your country, you had yeah. a prize on prize-given day. And, you know, we had a couple of, uh, we had, a, we had a, a boy there that had gone on to play for Wales... Under 18s as a as a as a second row, and some people have done well in athletics and football. And, that. Yeah. and I got presented with that, yeah, because I, you know, I, I, you know, and for me, it was, you know, that was my arena in that century. I knew I was never mm-hmm. going to play for Wales, but I represented Wales in some way, you know. Yeah, yeah. It in was
2: a time. In, in a team of one. Yeah, yeah I know, absolutely. Way, you know?
1: Yeah, it was. You know, it was a great experience to look back at it. And um, and you know, you were 16, 17, 18. you were right from home. Everybody seemed to be getting laid apart from Rob and I, to be honest. <laughs> and we often talk about that. Yeah. Bitter. Bitter. bitter.
0: <laughs> hasn't left, have you seen, so all these years. Oh, he hasn't he's never left, left me. <laughs> he never came. He didn't
1: stay, and it Sydney, never went.
0: <laughs> so <there> we <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was a good time, and,
1: you know, it was a really informative time at that time as well, because I suppose then is when I decided that I wanted not necessarily to pursue the. The the club like and yeah. stuff and that. But but it changed my th- I then had aspirations to be, you know, an an actor, you know, rather than, than to you know, to go up with
2: a sequence on sort of thing. But I'm sure you could rock some sequins though if you wanted to. Oh well, you can do that yeah, now. I do that on a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just just, in hold on, I've got them here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think a lot of people will know you, and rightly so, for sort sure, of more comic roles yeah. and sort of the team up with Ruth Jones that like you mentioned yeah. with Stella. Yeah. Um, but would, was com- comedic roles and comic acting always what you wanted to do, or did you see yourself as a bit more, like yeah. you said, you've mentioned your shine? Well, and your, you know,
1: I mean, I t- to be honest with you, there was a time. I mean, I. I sort of feel that, um, you know, naturally I've got funny bones and um, you, you, you got, you got, I didn't have the, I don't think I ever had the looks to go into that lead in
0: yeah
1: man thing. I also looked a lot older than I was, you know. I mean, I'd be going up for roles when I was 21, you know, and I was being put up for roles in my 30s, sort right. of. Thing, which doesn't do really me feel great at all, but, but, you know, the trouble is, is that at that age you haven't got the gravitas to, To Be a 30 year old, you
2: know, life experience, experience. yeah, Yeah, you're
1: 21, you know. So, um, so I found it very difficult in the beginning, but I did have a face that sort of lent itself towards comedy more, I think. And, um, and I started going after that, but I, you know, there was a period in my career in the sort of 90s where I suddenly broke into doing film stuff, you know, and
0: yeah,
1: and and it and it sort of went, uh. Well, mad at one point, you know, I'd done some stuff on Star Wars, and then later Brilliant. I did the um, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff, and I, I did the um, what's his name, the Italian, the the Musketeer, yeah, um, the Musketeer. and 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 you know, and and I really enjoyed that, but I I remember when I was doing Pirates of the Caribbean, I realised that um, you know you're a massive cog in this huge wheel, and uh, that filming takes so long, and I had a week or so off, at uh, which point I came back and I, I did uh, I did a week with Ricky doing extras. Okay, and yeah. I enjoyed that more than I think I had being out there. Although, you know, I mean, Star Wars is full of some of the greatest memories. Uh, not not because of what happened on set, because yeah. I wasn't on set a lot, but, you know, I got to meet, you know, I <laughs> Kenny Baker and... Pete Mayo and all that crew. So from the original film. So I did the Phantom Menace, right, which was uh, which was the one they brought back after.
2: Decade, with the, yeah. um, the hardest
0: one to oh. bring back ask me, definitely. I Christ forget Christ. the name of it. Is the, the race? Is the big race with uh, yeah, Alice Skywalker.
2: Yeah,
1: and it's the Phantom Menace, and and I played, and you know it was quite controversial, because there was a character called Jar Jar Bing
0: <laughs> Just going to mention <laughs> And I,
1: and I was his boss, right? You got um, you were his
2: boss. Well, I was his boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can stuff. I just
1: let's let's clear this up before we start? <laughs> I don't become the poster boy for some race. When you say race, there was a race thing. Yeah, there was a race thing because suddenly. They realised that the gengans, which is what we were playing, were all sounding like this sort of like quite put upon sort of like black slave sort of thing. Yeah,
0: mountain.
1: you know. And I, I remember and, that
0: controversy at the time. Yeah,
1: and it, and it wasn't that. They, there was a guy called Army that did this was right. You know um, what Andy Circus is famed for doing now, and um, this sort of CGI stuff, which yeah. is incredible, yeah. with all the work he's done from Gollum onwards. But you know, and so Andy, for example, doing that stuff or King Kong or. The Planet of the Apes films, he'll have about 40 pixel points on his face, which pick up every movement. Now, when I did Phantom Menace, you'd have like three,
3: yeah. you know.
0: Because the, uh, the technology at the time wasn't there. technology yeah, wasn't yeah. there for it.
1: And so, you know, you had to go in and, and voice it and you'd put this head on and all this. And they got a guy called Ahmed to do the uh, physicality of Jar Jar, who never expected to voice this at all. And um, they were going to voice it later on. He was just messing around. And uh, a brilliant American, sort of, you know, physical theatre person. He did years in Stomp. You know the show Stomp. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. just incredible. And um, you know, it, it sort of, it sort of came out. And 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 also, so the language actually came from George Lucas's little boy, who was. Three at the time. And if you listen to the Gengen language, which is uh, Misa going to do that, or Euster in Big Doo that actually was taken from the way this kid spoke. Yeah. So he'd say, Misa going on thing, or Misa used Euster in do... Well, of course, as soon as Ahmed starts saying that, this whole race thing came up. Yeah. And he looked like it was pretty derogatory. But in fairness to Lucas, because, you know, he hasn't got a lot of money, but in fairness to him, he didn't, <laughs> that wasn't the intention. But, you know, it was, it was a mad time. I got to meet, um, I sure I shared I mean my Star Wars stories. <laughs> I did feel for the I shared a trailer, right, with Kenny Baker. Yeah. And and Kenny of course was r teacher. Yeah. And you know, three foot eight. So we're in this Winnie Baker it was proper dropped is now, and you know, Baker, and, I walked in and and I saw on the sign, Steve Spears, I thought, Kenny Baker's
0: fucking hell, like, I'm room. sharing with
1: Archie to get your
3: And I've got uh, the bigger room. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I go in,
1: I go in, and, um, uh, Kenny, bless him, was, I got to him quite well afterwards, I, I'll tell you what, but Kenny, Kenny's an angry man all the time, you know, he said, have you, have you been close up yet? Because you'd have to go and act in it, even though you had heads and things on. And when, they put Kenny in this R2-D2 thing and, you know, filming in the close-up and then take him back out and put him in the trailer. I've been there for days and I've been there for... He's always angry. we yeah. have been there for days!
3: <laughs>
1: days! And what the hell's going on? Get out done your close-up. I thought, but well, when my close-up, I've got a black atom with three t- tennis balls on him. Yeah. So anyway, we were having lunch one day and he was very, very angry. <laughs> we came back from lunch and in the... In the, in the trailer there was, you know, like big round tables you get in a bar, like, you know, the big tall ones, yeah. right? bar stools around it, right? yeah, That's yeah. where, that's where, and we never had lunch, we had, to, we had to eat, you know. So I came back to my lunch, I stuck it on, I like, sat myself up on this bar stool, started eating, I could open, it freaking you know, he's himself up the steps it's really, it's three foot eight. <laughs> he comes on, gets his plate of food, right? Reaches over his head. As tall as he can, and sticks it onto the table. He's like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so he now starts to try and even himself up on this chair. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know what to do here I mean, and he's struggling here on the chair, you
3: know. He's well, an what? Does,
1: well, yeah, is it his PC? I mean, what do you do? Is it do you pick him up like a toddler and put him <laughs> on? Like I would yeah. have done with mine or, you know, the man is a sixty-year-old man. You can't you know, so I, anyway, I was just quietly, I'd better week my for forever, and he was angry anyway. He was pissed off, I'm like, <laughs> I said, do you, want, do you want a hand, Kenny?
3: And he looked at me and said, of course I want a hand! I'm a fucking dwarf! <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh, I, I go... It was just, I remember, I remember. you know, in fact, with a lot of those blokes who did that job in the beginning, the first early Star Wars days, you know, I don't think they made that much money. They made more money from the circuit afterwards, going and signing
3: Yeah, Comic-Con
0: conventions and fan meetings. Oh,
1: it was brilliant. And, um, you know, and I met so many amazing people there. Um, Pete who was um, Chewbacca. Yeah. I remember him and Kenny having a massive row in this German <laughs> hotel about <laughs> expenses, Peter smoked a lot of dope because he was you know it was a lot of giants you know his joints hurt a lot yeah, well that's yeah, what he said yeah, yeah, when yeah. he could fucking speak yeah. um, and uh, <laughs> his joints was he talking about <laughs> exactly Yeah, he yeah. said oh, I'm having trouble my joints here today Steve and uh. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny was there have you hand your expenses Peter Peter's looking down about six foot above him just chill out no okay. Ken <laughs> get out of me <laughs> I'm keeping out of this and, um, <laughs> anyway, we go on stage and, uh, I was sat next to this guy called Mike Edmonds. Is this boring or is this No, you go first,
3: Steve,
0: we're it for this. Right.
1: So, um, anyway, Mike Edmonds now, uh, he, he was the tail of Jabba the Hat. Right. Mike was a little person as well, right? And um, Jabba the Hat was worked by three people. The, there were three puppeteers, the left hand, the right hand and the tail. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, the, um, the right hand never go on with the left hand, but they both go on with the tail. So if you went to conventions, and these Star Wars people are, they really are specific, they want that, that picture of Jabba to be signed in three places, yeah. the left hand, the right yeah. hand, and the tail. So they'll never get it all in one convention. They'll get the right hand and the tail, or they may get the left hand and the and tail. The t- they never get the left hand and the right hand. Okay. <laughs>
2: Jeez, yeah. <laughs> so well, she's carrying a photo <laughs> around all the time. It's a left-handed
1: <laughs> <he> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to showbiz. So, um, so, so, so and, and I was in Germany, I was, and they did a Q&A on the stage, and, I was, and, and it was my first, I was a bit pretentious. And this bloke got up and he said, so, um, Mr Spears, how, how did you get to the job as Captain Topples? And I stood up and I said, well, I said, George, and this is true, because Lucas had come to the National Theatre to see a show I was doing, and he liked the quality of the tomber. Of my voice he liked the quality of my voice and uh, he asked me to go along and I met him and uh, I was cast as Captain Tarples and then I passed the microphone down to Mike Edmonds and he said "And how did you get your role as the tale of Jabba the Hutt and Mike went uh, George said can you fit in there <laughs> <laughs>
3: To, to uh, a kind of audition.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly question. different uh, audition technique. <laughs> but I've
0: always sort of enjoyed that aspect of the older Star Wars because they didn't have the CGI, they didn't have the backing of technology, oh, and it's like, well, the necessities. you know, we've got to make this work. Yeah. And I felt foul of something. So you know, when I was in school, I did a, um, a six-form production of Little Shop of Horrors. Well. Yeah. I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it, but I was just customer number one, which is quite a big role because he gets yeah, hypnotised yeah. by the plant, and he comes yeah, in, it's, yeah, Chris- yeah. it's Christopher... What's his name? The oh, I American. Am, yes, yeah, oh, I know. Uh, from uh, Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest yeah, in, yeah, the, in, the, yeah. in the in the in the film. Um, but they said I called her a lesson one day. Said, "Drew, we need you to be the plant." Well, I was like, "Finally, they've recognised my talent. I'm going to be the plant." But what they meant was the boys in year seven couldn't operate the plant. I had to get inside it because I was guy. Oh, I, oh, oh. I wasn't the voice. I was just the movement <laughs> of yeah. the plant. He said, so, "Finally, how old are you?" Uh, well, eighteen. <laughs>
2: Last, I've been recognised no. for, for my strengths. Yeah, I didn't do any of that stuff. I
3: was no. really hiding. Not, I was, uh, I was really shy in school. I you
2: would have been perfect as a plant. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would have been the. I would have been all the tails. So I would have been left, right, and tail. It'd have been blocked. It wasn't much uh, dramatic. How
1: strength. did you audition did they sort of measure around your forearms or something?
0: So? No, it was just basic it was um it was like uh, it was a sort of like, like an oyster sort of shape and you'd yeah. go inside and you'd put your arms in and oh, when, no. when the person who was the plant's voice would talk, yeah. you'd have you to, to do- up <laughs> it up and down. So it was yeah. um it was quite it would have been degraded in <laughs> if anyone could see me. Yeah. But nobody nobody could see me, so it wasn't degraded in for that aspect. Oh god. So there's um, a role for everyone, really, isn't it? You know? Yeah, well, it's the <coughs> inclusive sort of aspect that of even sort of uh, those t- lack of talent can be involved. But <laughs> of,
1: <laughs> from from Actually, lack of ability, yeah. from, what you, to that role.
0: from what you said, Steve, like, it seems as if you prefer like sort of smaller, smaller scale productions. Is that like from the yeah. instant gratification you get from working um, on a sitcom as opposed to a big Hollywood production? Or?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that no matter how you know that the glamorous that thing is,
0: you you there's a
1: lot of waiting round. You know, it is that old adage that we get paid to wait not to act. And you know, the acting for free, we get paid to wait. And um I, I you know, you can be a t- I remember on Paris The Caribbean of three and a half weeks waiting to do this one scene where the crack and throws you about or something and you know, every day on my own, on my own, we had some monsoon weather which stopped it and then you had to go down and all that And you say to people, Oh god Paris The Caribbean was out And they go, Piss off, where were you? Yeah. We were in Saint Vincent, in We sat around the pool and that. Um, but you know you sort of you 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 when you're doing nothing you you know you you can get quite down, you know it's like you just sat there and also when other other people are working you want to be there um and you know you're in a hotel and you know and you know suddenly you're missing the family and the kids there's a load of kids in the pool you' are sat there. Dressed as a pirate, waiting to go on, which is not a good look. Boiling, exactly boiling. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> keep away from the pool. Uh, not your strongest look. And I, and I just think that uh, you know, it, it, for me, for example, if I'm busy, if I'm active on the set and I'm doing something,
3: yeah,
1: you know, I, I'm, I'm happier, generally happier. Um, you know, independent films that you do tend to be you know smaller budget you you tend to try and do more in the day yeah, yeah um but for example you know when, when they've got over 100 million for something you know they'll take their time they're not going to mess around with it they they, they they'll, they'll shoot it so slowly um so yeah i, I tend I, I just like to be active really is the main thing
0: you know how do you cope with a border man between shoes because like you said oh, you could be waiting oh, all day it's... waiting for a short scene a couple of takes how do you manage? Them?
1: oh you know i'm no good at anything like you know some people say i'm no good at what they say like chilling i'm just gonna to go to chill mm, so, well, yeah. well, and i go well, what are you what are you doing now Well, i'm just chilling what is that yeah well, well i'm just chilling Well, are you sat on your bed are you watching telly no that would be watching telly i'm just chilling i go right and i don't know about the chill. i absolutely yeah. hate being on my own i mean mobile phones have been great for me because you can start to you know I go on social media or have a look around or something yeah, yeah. um I spend most of my time there knocking on other people's doors and their caravans and annoying them.
2: Running away, yeah. yeah, running away. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, sounds fun. Yeah. Hiding in the honey wagon. Yeah. <laughs> now, do people know what a honey wagon <laughs> is? Why is it called a honey wagon? It's the shitter. It's the shitter. Ah, shit. oh, oh, right. Well, wagon. I was. In,
0: I'm glad you, I, I, I didn't. I never heard that. I do know what a honey SA wagon is. Honey And stuff. But like a honey yeah. wagon. I said, what, what are you guys
2: eating? If I that's know. called a honey wagon. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing is
1: with the handy wagon, which everybody uses, because in these little—well, they call them three ways, don't they? Really, you know. And you um, know, I, 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 I've spent sort of thirty odd years of my life in a three way. It's just slightly longer than Papillon, to be <laughs> honest. With you. And to be honest with you, if I ever write a book, I think I'd call it shitting in three ways, because. Um, <laughs> no, but but that's the joke. I mean, and people don't shit in those three ways. They go to the handy wagon because yeah. you can't shit in those things. I came back from doing a sequence once and somebody had actually been in mine and had a
3: chat. <laughs> so I thought it's it was artist, lock, it? Go- yeah.
1: I, I thought it was Owen Teal, so I went and chat in his. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it wasn't. No,
0: so this uh, revenge shit wow. went <laughs> round and round <laughs> the, the lot all day. It was endless,
3: it was an endless
1: no, I know, I, I know a whiff of Kenny yeah. and he wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't. Keg. I think there was a touch of Lionel Blair about it. And it, it certainly
3: wasn't keg <laughs>
0: So was you, you you touched on extras earlier. Like yeah. I'm a big fan of extras. I know you are as well. Yeah. So I enjoy yeah. extras and like Ricky Gervais in general. Like, did did Ricky contact you? Do how did you sort of get to work with Ricky and Stephen Merchant?
1: Well, um, no, that was an audition. Uh, I'd gone in. I was really lucky with that because um, you know Sam Jackson had committed to doing it it was i think it was the first series so uh you know they got all these big names in on the back of the office really and um but he was only over because normally the big name came in if you look at that first season for an episode and sort of drove it but because he was literally only without him for a day or an afternoon so he did parkinson so we rehearsed they rehearsed the stuff with him uh with another actor and uh and then he literally came in, stood on his marks, and did it. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. So, because they didn't have a long time, the other character that I played, this um, <clears throat> Dallard character, suddenly had been written up to, you know, some a nice sort of, you know, that they were great writing on those things. And yeah, well, you know, I cast for it, and um, I, we we got on really well. You know, we we really enjoyed the shoot. I mean, Ricky and Steve were quite infectious, and um, a lot of laughter, a lot of you know, letting you play with it in that sense although it's yeah. very highly structured and then they um, they came back to me a little while later I was actually out in India filming Sharp and they um, they right. God, you know, I just heard it myself and I, I can't stand it when I listen to people on the radio. And at this point, I was doing my fourth season in the national. Um, <laughs> well, You've just come back. It yeah. like you're no, no When you say sharp? sharp,
0: you and, mean and Sean, Sean Bean, yeah? Yeah, it was Sean Bean. Have you seen the, the YouTube sort of montage someone's made of just all the times he says bastard in sharp? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he <just> <laughs> says <laughs> bastard. 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 Over and over for five minutes. Bastard. <laughs>
2: I heard a rumor um, that apparently he was getting he was getting Frey Bentos pies sent out yes, to him he did. when he was doing that. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. He yeah. was at one of the culinary capitals of the world. <laughs> we and were he in India. Shipped in a can yeah. sent to I know. You. Yeah,
1: we were in India, and it was well, we'd gone over later than we should have because he was doing something else, and so we had to go and <laughs> <in> Well <February. laughs> We hit India at the time we shouldn't have, and it was really? it was literally like, you know, the, this sort of stupid British mentality. Every we night we're going to go, we're going to do this. I mean the elephants were fainting, you know, it was fifty yeah, one degrees. Yeah. People were keeling over. Um and uh, yeah, but Sean Sean didn't uh take to the food there really and he was getting free bread I
0: Out of all the things yes, that get yeah. sent. You I take know, a boy I, by Lancashire because I a good <laughs> <You're laughs> no Good lad.
1: But yeah, no, but I was doing that and and um, they rang me, Stephen wick and said, look, we've written this part for you in Seven Junction and they're very loyal like that, you know. And I think there's yeah. a team of if you get on with them. I know I've just done a bit on Afterlife 2, which, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that, actually. That's supposed to be, in it. Uh, I would have said it
0: now. Well, we can, we can, we can, we can skate. Well, we we no, really to it
1: doesn't matter. You need some publicity for that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Netflix,
0: Netflix is a bit of a struggling format, isn't it? You know? um,
1: so, no, they asked me to do Cemetery Junction, which was a film that, it was so critically well-received, but didn't quite do the box office. Um, and I'm still really proud of that and the work I did in it. And then he rang me a few days, a few... A month or so ago, and said, "Like I've written this thing in Afterlife Two, which is incredibly flattering." Um, and I probably won't be able to say more than that about it. But I've just been with him recently, and had a laugh, and yeah, uh, yeah, and it was great, you know.
0: Well, so, it's um, it's imminently this new season will be shortly, I'm imagining, isn't it? So people can pick it up, yeah, and and, and yeah. they can sort of look back and reference what you are talking about. Yeah, but
1: exactly. Yeah, no, it became that. So, I mean, he, they, he was because I've just been doing my own sitcom, The Tackers. Yeah. So we we were in. I just finished shooting and we were in post when E was starting. So I was sort of in the first week. But they've just, uh, they're having a wrap party now this week. So they've just finished. So time post comes for them. I mean, I know that Netflix, I wanted to push that because it's yeah. had an incredible reaction yeah. on uh, yeah, social media. Very books, well received. I mean?
0: It's a quality program, but it's very yeah. well received. as yeah. yeah. great
1: program. And so it'll so probably go pretty soon, as well in January or something like that. But yeah. But no, it was good. You know, we got on and, and they asked me back, which was fantastic. Good. It was good.
0: Well, I'm glad you mentioned Century Junction because, like, I I thoroughly enjoyed that in the yeah. cinema when it came out. But for me, it's quite um. A nice sort of Venn diagram cause I love seventies things. I love period stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's about being a teenager as well. Yeah. Like, so for me, it was it was a great one, and um, I, I I was disappointed it didn't get, like you said, the sort of the commercial success that probably yeah. deserved. I know. don't know.
1: Why, I don't know why. Why do you think that was? Because I mean, were there people in the cinema when you watched it? or?
0: No, I think no, it's that's probably it. Right. Hasn't gone that sort. Of a of of, yeah, yeah, it hasn't got that sort of somehow uh, Hollywood blockbuster flashy no, appeal. British films I find do seem to struggle compared to the like know. American past, which is not. It's science. not it's not fair and it's not it's not yeah. right, but it, it does, isn't it? And, and uh, perhaps it was just it was maybe if you didn't know yeah. off the back of the other successes, perhaps it would have had that bigger boost, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah I wish they'd repeat it or you know, or put it out together. Well yeah. they would release to it, it, you could, can you yeah. it could do. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a lovely film, Saturday Junction. And you know, some people that went on to become massive stars out of yeah. it. I mean the the lead girl in it, um uh so famous, I've forgotten her name. Um
2: That's competitiveness, that is yeah, yeah. That's just age. But you know, she
1: went on to do, um, you know, the like, the Star Wars, and the, and she's in all all the stuff now. Um I, I'm just going to look it up on this. Yeah,
0: We will.
2: Will talk myself. So yeah, um, one, one thing I, I think is really funny is uh, is Ricky Joyce's laugh. It, oh, I know. It, it punctuates yeah, yeah. things that are funny because I love listening to like the Carl and <laughs> everything, anything that Pilkington says. And then, but if you listen to Pilkington on his own, you don't know where to laugh. But when Ricky Gervais is with him, it almost tells you when to laugh because yeah, 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 You're like, oh my god, that's really funny. Yeah, and it, I'm, I'm gonna burst. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean, we, when we did. Uh, oh, there we are. Right. Felicity Jones. Ah, and yes, Chris, she's Huge now, There loads of stuff that went on. Tom Hughes, uh, amazing. Ralph Fiennes was in it. Rafe Fiennes was in it. Um, yeah, I, you know, Matthew Goode. I mean, what a to Emily Watson. Man, that's a great cast. Yeah. Um, when, when we did... Um, you know the uh, end of extras where my character says... Um, you know, they, they sat on the table. And he says, what, what's, what have we got there? And he said, I got two tickets for We Will Rock You. All right? And Ricky has to put his... <laughs> <laughs> we will rock you. And Ricky has to, Ricky puts his head in the soup, right? So we do and I'd never uh, we hadn't rehearsed the way I would pronounce it <laughs> He just thought I was gonna say we will rock you and I got two So I said two and I went, We will rock you. <laughs> right? And he, like, he does it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
1: it goes on, right? And then Steve's Steve's shoulders is shaking around the It got so bad, right, between us now because once it's in his mind you've had it. <laughs> it got so bad that he'd go out of the room for, of the single on me yeah. and if you look at it, there's a lot of singles in that we're hardly on it together because you couldn't do it within me, with me at one point you have to go
0: in again so I want it done go. this way but I can't be in the room which is a compliment in a way isn't yeah, it? yeah. It was good. So you mentioned the Tuckers, like it's, it's sort of um, be almost chronologically up to date now with me what you're doing what sort of project yeah, on yeah. the Tuckers is a current BBC Wales. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh,
1: com- BBC Wales, BBC player. Yeah, um with you know with the with the, the look uh, or I mean the, you know if it goes in the the direction it should that um, it'll be out in BBC Wales in January um, and on iPlayer at the same time and possibly a repeat on the network uh, later on in the year um, and yeah you know it was my first commission uh, single commission for yeah. a series I'd written you know some feature stuff before and worked on other people's shows I wrote you know 10 episodes of Stella and and, and you know so I'd had a by this point to sort of track record that you know i was a safe pair of islands the them yeah well. yeah which uh, and then it was just you know it was it was a sort of perfect storm really i i'd moved to wales i haven't been away for 30 god I don't know, 33 years you know and um i i came back at the time that it's suddenly within the comedy department in the big in wales you know, well, there was one yeah. property, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Paul Ford it was a big, was a big push now,
0: isn't it, with the comedy? Yeah, Festival of funny. We did the pilot, wasn't it, last yeah, year? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we did, the, we did the pilot of the Tuckers and that, and um, Taurus Trap was another pilot, which uh, they've got a second series. Yeah, you know, they, they did a series after that, and then the second one. Um, and you know, and so it was just good timing that you know, and and Paul Ford was looking for new material and stuff, and, and I happened to have this script, and my agent did that um, caught their interest there and you know i'm really proud of the way because with a pilot and you do it and it's sort of on a shoestring and and you know it the, i'm really pleased with the production value of it yeah. i learned a lot from the pilot in terms of the things I were happy with what wasn't happy with um but the characters were all there with you know big ticking hearts that was the main thing yeah. so you go well look we can do this and do something with it and now production wise you know it's just gone up a huge knot we've got Pedro DOP in it, who's just a great uh, lighting cameraman for comedy, you know, did all the partridge stuff and yeah. so, you know, just really great credentials. Um and Ian Fitzgibbon directing it. So
0: there's uh, that pedigree throughout the
1: country. Oh real pedigree, yeah, absolutely. Owen Bell, brilliant producer, comedy producer. And um and, you know, and just the terrific cast, you know. We managed to get a great cast together.
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah, it's
1: really exciting. You'll have it in January.
0: I think, you know, as a as sort of um, an assessment of you as an actor and as a sort of a comic sort of personality, you're very character-driven in what you do. How yeah. With you behind the series yourself, do you find there's like a freedom in bringing in multiple characters that perhaps yeah. uh, sort of different versions that you'd like to bring in is all in one go yeah, rather than absolutely. just just yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, it's great. And the, th- and the great thing is is that there's different facets of things that you enjoy exploring talking to each other then isn't it you know yeah um you know it, it's it, i mean writing on your own for those, those six episodes it, it is a little bit you can go a bit stir crazy you know I'd, yeah. I'd in the night if suddenly a good line came to me or a good scenario oh, i know that i know exactly what she'd say um, then I'd have to get up and you know just turn over and stick it yeah. on the phone and put it in a on the
0: phone. Oh yeah, if you go back to sleep it's gone. Yeah, go yeah, back oh, to sleep
1: yeah. and you know it's gone but it's probably the same with you boys. Yeah. It's oh, 100%. It, yeah. It'll often be a phrase when you go, I heard that today and suddenly, and you know when you're chiselling it and, you work it, and you're working it and you've gone, and sometimes I should imagine within your game you try it and it doesn't quite land and then yeah. you go, right, I'll re-chisel that and I'm going through the same process within redrafting but I'm not doing it in front of a load of people who so could yeah. be pissed and not laugh and get quite yeah. violent. Touch, yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> with, That's all in one night, do you? Yeah.
3: <laughs> But with comedy, it's sort of... Um,
0: <laughs> it is a sink or swim sort of thing with comedy, but if it works, you know it works, because have oh, yeah. had gratification of it's working, and if it doesn't, yeah. you know it's not working as well. <laughs> yeah. But obviously being behind the screen, being behind yeah. the... In front of the camera like you are, yeah. you don't get that sort of instant response to no, you,
1: so... I know, and, you know, it's... um. It, it, it does, I mean, part of me, I, I've always wondered if I've got the balls to do that, you know, what you guys do. I've always gone, oh, I know. I went to do a radio thing in Brighton the other day with uh, Zoe Lyons and there were a lot of good stand-ups yeah, there. Yeah, thanks, Zoe. Um, there was a radio thing, she'd written for Radio 4, and there, there, there were sort of three of us who were actors and then a lot of, you know, and, and suddenly it was really interesting that... She'd had some good friends, and were good stand-ups to do the other characters. Um, and it was really interesting that uh, the way we did it was out in this, in the Comedia in Brighton.
3: Yeah.
1: And you know, and it's it's, uh, the, you know, when the, the stage is small, you got lights are right at you. you it's like a blank black wall, and they seem very comfortable when they're up there and yeah. rehearsing it because they, it's their domain in a way. Yeah. I felt very out of my comfort zone. But then, when we started, you know, we were recording it now, in front of a live studio audience. It was really interesting. I was chatting to the stand-ups after the fact that they were suddenly put up. They were now acting a character to a microphone with a script and not going out there to that fourth wall, yeah. which you, yeah, yeah, you. definitely. And the actors suddenly felt, oh, I'm on. This feels a little bit more familiar. This is me with a script, portraying a character, and not, um, you know, even if I've written the character and written the Yes. the, the, the joke well I don't like jokes it, but you know you've written the scenarios the comic situations mm. um, I don't get nervous because I know that I'm behind that character but yes. you know I've always thought of that thing of going out there although I, I did um, I sort of toyed with it for a while I've been asked a few times but you said Christ alive right now I, I did um, you know um, the Welsh National Opera right yep. Yeah, so they rang my agent a couple of years ago and they were doing Deflador and they wanted me to be in Deflador And now my brother's a professional opera singer, Geoffrey Lloyd Roberts, you know, well known in that circuit, works all over the world, Covent Garden, and, you know, uh, uh, all, all. And and I said, "Oh, you've got the wrong bloke. Like you need my brother, not me." And they said, "No, we want you." And there's this in Deflador which is a sort of opera. Of this a character called Frosch that comes on in the last act. He's a jailer, and he comedically. Uh, sort of sums it all up ties up all the plots and, and is supposed to have a laugh now I thought oh on, this looks like I could die on my arse right. yeah. um, the but then they said well it. you know Billy Conley did it for Scottish Opera and years ago Frankie Howard and everything yeah. in, in good company yeah. well and yeah. big fucking choosers yeah. as well you know? yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> but the nice thing was that they said <clears throat> you can write pardon <clears throat> me your own um, stuff you know that will go in those bits you can yeah. talk to the audience so it was a sort of dipping my toe into it, but I was still in this character, Frosh, yeah. but I could have, I suppose, sort of Shakespearean sides and chat to them, which I did, and yeah. wrote little sequences then. So I suppose it was my first stand-up writing for it. And I really enjoyed it. We went out to big theatres. No microphone, can you imagine that?
0: I do.
1: And, and that's what your timing. Yeah, you know your, your time because you've got to you've got to be heard. Big matrim theatres, two thousand seats. Because the opera singers didn't have it. And I yeah. was going, Where's my mic?
0: So your Wales Millennium Centre type venues. Yeah, it was yeah. that.
1: They were yeah. all like that. And I'm going. Where's the mic? Where's my mic? Are they going I'm got a mic. What?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every um, word is essential here. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and, and so your timing has to be. You slow everything down and do the. And I sort of enjoyed it, but. Um, you know, I, I think it took years
0: off my life, to be honest <laughs> So <laughs> perhaps not again. So once and uh, never again. So yeah, once user. and then, that was it. Yeah. So the Tuckers, when can people sort of catch up and get in touch with the Tuckers? Now, when's it going to be coming onto our screens? So, big plug now, I think you're, you're going to have it January,
1: uh, half past nine on a Friday, uh, which is going to be great. Uh, it'll be on iPlayer at the same well, time. That's the
0: classic comedy spot, isn't it? Friday oh, night, it's now, nine, that's your bottom, yeah. that's your shooting stars, that's your sort of. But uh, you're not going out tonight. Yeah, and That's yeah, your slot, yeah.
1: that you're good, you know, it's, it's a great slot. So we were thrilled with that. And uh, yeah, you know, and, and all being well, then, you know, hopefully I'll get a commission for the second, the second Monday. Now, what have you got in your hand? Oh, we You told me about Yes,
0: it's a sort of uh, a, a feature we do, Steve. Um, I'm the uh, classically sort of, <coughs> we're quite a large head in circumference. Um, but we've decided that, I think, we're confident that, you know, see if any guests can match me in sort of head what? circumference. On, no. What is your head circumference? 63 centimetres. What's no. Uh, I, so don't, I don't know. It's more. It is an old money. It's, pro- it's approximately... It would be about... Yeah. It would be about... Let's have a think. It'd be about 31 inches. 31 inches? Yeah, That's my
1: about. inside leg. That's
0: my inside uh, leg. I don't, I don't know. It's taller
1: than Kenny Baker. Yeah, from where? From, from Your what? head
0: and rolled is taller than <laughs> Kenny Baker, so... Hmm. <laughs> So, I couldn't get my head inside R2D2 then. That's, that's, that's depressing. That's depressing. Not anymore. Anyway, Mate,
1: you'd, yeah. get, you'd get R2D2 inside that head.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, here no, we I'm, go. So, um, this, is this, is the bit, this is the part of the podcast oh, as well yeah. where well, I have to yeah, fill yeah. while Stefan. And, Stephen, you know, uh,
1: come over, Steve. We'd really love to discuss your yeah. quite enormous yeah, CV nice. and uh, quite enormous head. Yeah. So,
0: Stefan is, is very uh, precariously in measuring oh, Steve's oh, head you now go on <laughs> oh, oh gosh 61 61 no! yes yeah, well Five eight, boy. there we are 7-0 to draw.
1: has anybody matched that
0: nobody no. yet 61 is the highest 61 is the best losing score yeah
1: well,
2: uh, genuinely 61. we had you down to hammer him on this yeah run, we he, did to know, be honest yeah, well,
1: yeah, well yeah but I mean don't put it around the neck no, <laughs> I'm gonna kill it. I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> kill it. You know. You're not gonna
0: get. You're not gonna get
1: much. Yeah,
2: I was well, fine. You know, yeah. With that neck, you can always take a punch. That's like all
0: <laughs> I So we nearly done, you know. But um, we're gonna wrap up with your your, your anagrams. Yeah, yeah. Then. I
2: like to mess about and do. Tell anagrams. me about one of the
0: biggest heads I ever had. Yeah, that's Joe that's Bugner. That.
2: Joe Bugner. What a size! Of oh, the, head. the boxer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did I film
2: with him? Did I, did is him? is that ne-
0: from? Punching and swelling, though, possibly, you know, because apparently Jackie Chan's got a humongous head because he's taken so many blows to the head over the years. He's had so many concussions. So to the head. Yeah, yeah, his the head, head is now literally
2: pick? the size of a microwave. Like. Yeah, that's fair mm. enough. I mean, obviously, I haven't taken any hits. <laughs> no. You know, i got a thin head, I have. got a long <laughs> what head. What is yours? Have you measured it? Oh, I was just like two or something like that. Oh, no, we didn't measure mine. My, it's come yeah, yeah, on, let's have a do it. Why not? Yeah, a, why not? i got a long head, it? like the Xenomorph from uh, Aliens, you know, like an olive of a head. Oh,
0: hold on.
1: that is a big head, you." not you? Yeah, so yeah. is mine. But I'm a big boy.
2: Yeah, this is why he does all the thinking, see? Good
1: God, it's like a toddler. What is it? It's tiny, isn't it? What is not whats it? 17? Yeah. 59.
2: 59. 50, 59. Oh, that's See, oh, i got a long head. This like <coughs> is the long head. Yeah, it yeah. It's, it's like, a, like, like, a, like a Tesco's grape of a head. It shouldn't be that long, but you're, you're buying it anyway. <laughs> but you're glad you bought it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the only one I got. So that, uh, I'm not going to get another one. <laughs> so like, I, I like to do like little uh, funny little silly anagrams of guests uh, names so I've got Steve Spears I've got uh, I've, I've, I've lessened it down to five because I take up too much time uh, so I've got um, E.R. vet Pisses that's, a, that's an anagram of your name uh, this is uh, technically your drag name now uh, Tessie Vesper <laughs> um, I like
1: that Tessie yeah, yes. Vesper <laughs> yes. I like
2: that a lot that, that's actually. a panto name I think isn't yeah. it? Mike Doyle better move out the way uh, Spitz Severe <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know what, I don't want to say severe space. that sounds too uh, too too violent. Uh, revises step that's a few whiskeys Oh, yes, that's nice. And my favourite one is Everest piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I just say that within these anagrams, the word piss comes it's up It's weird, isn't it? Mm,
3: it's okay. is bizarre, really. If we and go back now
1: to
0: the, uh, the <laughs> early... It's
1: in a man in my 50s who <laughs> went three times last night. There's something pretty <laughs> pathetic
2: about this now, boys. Yeah, so yeah, more God. piss and less Everest. Yeah, less Everest, yeah.
0: <laughs> So, Steve, uh, this is being like absolute. Biggest oh, it's it's a forty-pound right table. Absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure, Steve. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, we understand <laughs> you've got some some daddy duties now to sort out. Yeah, I've got to go gonna back, back now. Pick up up, the, off
1: pick up my. Um, which one is he? Um, he's the
0: 8 year old anyway I've got to pick him up from scouts I've
3: oh, got to no, pick him up from scouts he's never been because I was
1: coming here today I just dropped him at the door
3: has he, <laughs> done, has any, any has he done any of his badges
1: yet <laughs> no just started I just, just, oil, just started, yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. he's going to have taken
0: to it if he takes that with him he can have his anagram badges he can yeah, show
1: brown bear or brown And where have you been now daddy well I've just been having my head measured and the boys called me everest pissed how the yeah, fuck were scouts
2: don't say that for the leaders I'd say it in the loudest voice possible if you're going to push it <laughs> yeah, edge, like, why not do it?
0: Steve, thank you very much. And, uh, we thank you, We look forward to seeing you on the ticket. Thank you, lads Thank you very much. That
2: was brilliant. That was the Tales from Wales podcast. Uh, I have to, have to say, I really enjoyed Steve Spears as a guest. Uh, I can say to people now that I've had somebody from Star Wars in my, uh, in my house. Uh, Really enjoyed his stories, and uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. So uh, please keep listening, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everyone, and uh, yeah, just enjoy your day. Thank you.